This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. And today we have a special unicorn guest in the building. Please introduce yourself, special unicorn. My name is Paul Johnson, known as 50 or Lord Athena. Oh. So how would you how was your week? How was your week this week? My week was pretty chill, I guess, this week in particular. I'm just trying to juggle maintaining two jobs. Just got hired at another spot trying to like elevate my mental, trying to be at a spot that I feel like I can bring my my best and and you know, just kind of like take a take a step further, leaving to myself a bit. But um, just working, also just reinvesting in myself, thinking about uh what I can do to improve my skill set as far as like online courses. Cool. Just got a little iPad, so I'm you know dinking around, seeing what I could do. The possibilities are endless. Amazing. So, how would you describe your week and a color and a song? I think. I feel like my week is so, it's like day to day, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's hard to put it into one song, more or less an album. Mixtape would be good, but um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we we'll spend the thing so yeah. you yeah. can just make a mixtape of all the songs that you would describe your week. That's a good thing to do. Thank you, Paul. And we might take that. <laughs> is, that is that where I would go in and say the song I said before? Because I'm actually thinking about another one right now. Okay, go no, go. Maybe like a home shake. I'm thinking. Like, what's the name of it? Anything at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit lo-fi. It's got super simple production. It just sounds like pretty mellow, Yeah, you know? And then what color? Oh, the color. I, I yeah. mean, the color, I would say, that goes along with that. That'll be probably like a like a dark brown beige. I switched okay. it up. Yeah, usually, I was thinking black. Usually black is like the idea of the core color and like, other colors gonna spin off of that, but thinking like a you know earthy tone. Okay, mm. that's nice. We never had someone say earthy tones on here before, or have we? I think I've said earthy tone no, before. Not you. Oh, <laughs> oh, you talk about guests. <laughs> well, you said somebody on here, and I am somebody on here. She's full of herself. All that earthiness, <laughs> grounded. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Asia. Okay, so um, the song has nothing to do with how I feel. It's just been in my head the entire week. Um, gonna love you. I mean, gonna love me by Tiana Taylor. Um, uh, yeah, I like the I like the song. I just recently watched the video. I think she did a good job acting in that video. You know, it's very believable. Her voice gets really deep, and I love it. Yeah, I feel like that's her believing in herself, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, paving that way of not even female artists, but just mm-hmm. general artists for them to get weird. Yeah. I love it when, like, I love the Jasmine Sullivan, because she can get really deep as well. Sometimes it sounds like um, a man singing, and, you know. Yeah. I just, I just love. Because how heavy voice is, yeah. Yeah, I, I love hearing women with lower singing, lower registers. Um, but the song I would say is like gray. Um, the color. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I keep messing up. It's fine. The color, yes, <laughs> is gray. Um, 
because I feel like I'm just pretty mellow, if you know. You fall, I will catch you. Don't worry, we'll <laughs> time after time. time. I, I saw a uh, <laughs> so Escada has me on his. Uh, <laughs> He has me on his close friends list for Instagram and he had this <laughs> meme where they had the get picture of the guy that sings a song um, running for like governor and it had like a list of all the things and then it just had like pieces of each line from the song on there. It says, if you fall, I will catch you. And then it said time after time, like in a list, it was hilarious. I'm pretty sure y'all don't understand what I'm saying right now, but in my eyes and what I remember, it was funny. One of those, you had to be there moments. Yeah. Yes, you had to see it on the screen. <laughs> and I'm sorry if it was painful for you to listen to that, but I'm just letting you know I'm crackling, cracking up. I'm laughing in my heart. I'm yeah. laughing. It I feels see. like a heartbeat. But, yeah. You know. yeah, I see. <laughs> you guys must not be on his close friends list. Boom. Shots. Daggers. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse us. What I gotta do to get on that list? Scotta. <laughs> Go talk some hot shit to Scotta. Like, well, nigga, why, why am I not on the list? I don't know about that. I'll probably be like, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's actually that's one thing I was gonna get into about like I feel like we all have evolved with Instagram and like mm-hmm. like the roles that it plays. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's always gonna be there. So it's nothing you can like take an Instagram or a yeah. digital you know vacation from. But it's like all these like intricacies that I guess shape our reality. Mm-hmm. As fake as it is, as real as it is, it's, it's real. I never thought that I would develop a friendship solely from Instagram. I have, and yeah, a couple friendships off Instagram. Oh yeah. You say you have or do you. I? You. I do. I don't think I do. Oh. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> the ghost in the room says she has no friends. Why is she trying it? <laughs> she is definitely my friend. <laughs> We have matching so tattoos, go. So you think? Forever. Matching Instagram tattoos. She covered Forever hers up. Forever in ink. She covered hers up. <laughs> no, she did. She ain't got the heart for that. <laughs> she wrote, fuck you over her, for her tattoo. <laughs> it's three of us with it. That'll be both. <laughs> no. And the third one just had the baby. Fuck y'all. Oh. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Um, my color of the week. <laughs> My feelings aren't hurt at all. I have friends. It's fine. So you think? Uh, <laughs> whoa. Are you not my friend? Yes, I am. Okay, so boom. But she said friends. I'm your friend. Ooh. Ooh, literal. <laughs> boom, Jaira's boom, boom. my friend. Boom, boom. So you think? Jaira can't even respond. <laughs> Jaira? <laughs> Jaira. He's closing his eyes just for y'all to know. All right, <laughs> whatever. Her. Whatever. That's fine. That's fine. So my color of the week is going to be purple. I'm going to go with purple. Purple's like a funky color. I like purple. So say like a, almost like a neonish purple. Mm. Let's go with that. That seems that seems legit. Kind of yeah. like these lights. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it probably was inspired by these lights low yeah. key. And... um. I'm going to do <laughs> Brick House by the Commodore. <laughs> hey. That's a classic. Yes, it, it is. Because, like, that's one of my alarms in the morning. And that's like, I better be ready by that mm-hmm. time. That By the time I hear Brick House comes on, that's my, um, you Get better be dressed. <laughs> you dressed. better be dressed at this point. Because that's like, you know, 
don't know why that comes up. Because you just look in the mirror. She's a brick. House. Mighty, mighty. Just letting it all hang out. She's a brick. <laughs> so I'm filling the common door. <laughs> Does everybody have a song they wake up to? No, because I got I li- multiple. I got like I feel like I need to start doing it. I got like ten like, alarms. I live with other people and they won't allow it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I got like ten alarms because I don't wake up. Oh, I, I got ten alarms, but <laughs> no. they're not. You know, musical. I fuck. Like yeah. musical one to pop. Like you know, get me out of bed. Mm-hmm. Give me a little pep, something inspire me. Not like. Oh no, I'm also not. That annoy me. So I made sure I didn't have that like instantly because that would annoy my soul. I'm about to see what songs I got. The people that I live with, they also don't like hearing secular music in the house, so. I got no name. Can't. Remind me of what secular is. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost in the room just said Satan's music. So you mean it's just strictly gospel? You can yeah. you can th- be blamed. Playing her house. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh Do you want a revolution? Whoop, whoop. That is what. Oh, I thought we was going no. with. Do you want a revolution? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You see that Instagram video? Whoa, it's like, this, this, this somebody's playing the music and this guy kind of like walk up to the, to the door and he's like, is that that new Kirk Franklin? And then you start like, Mind if start I praise dancing. her? Yeah. Well, Mind if yeah. I get my praise on? <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Or the, the one that, to me, that one's really hyped. The video was amazing too. But um, that song, I love God. You on love, guy? What's, What's wrong with you? <laughs> that the gospel. Track. I love him. I love him. <laughs> what? What? They named the song trap music, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> I love him. I love him. <laughs> they they literally go. I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. That's the ad. But that's the ad lib. Yes. Yeah. Mama, I love him. I love him. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's uh-huh. the proudest moment in gospel music. <laughs> I feel like that was them. Like reaching, yeah. Them oh, reaching. they've been reaching for a while now. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you gotta. I, I mean, I can see it. I can see why. Because you gotta try to meet the children where they are. Mm-hmm. Or the, the, I'm pretty sure there's like some 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 like gospel church drop dumps the drops uh dumps up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they over there with they. That'll be interesting. Hearing hearing full Jesus. That's dubstep, golly. <laughs> dubstep That's has no beat. I'm sure. <laughs> not, I mean, not, I, I, mean not, I couldn't even reference it. I mean, I'm don't, don't. No, no. Now I'm about to like go and like dig through the internet and be like dubstep gospel. I'm sure. <laughs> you gotta say dubstep Christian music because it's not gonna be no dubstep gospel music. Oh, Christian. listen, they chop everything up. They chop everything up. Like I, I remember when they was chopping up the. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your kids, mm-hmm. hide your wives, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Oh yeah. my God. You don't have to come and confess. we looking for you. we going to find you. we going to find you so you can run and tell, run and tell, run and tell that homeboy. <laughs> you ain't seen that one? No. We got your fingerprints in your t shirt. You are so dumb. <laughs> you are really dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, not a video playing in my, in my the video been playing in my head and with like your little mitts. So then I see the video go back in reverse. Run and tell that. 
they had like somebody like chop it up and like throw the whole sound behind it. It was like a production. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh and they did my a whole, god. They did that with every everything. Song, Charlie though, bit me. Yeah. <laughs> really? It or, really hurt. Like they, yeah, they turned. Or, yeah. Ain't nobody on. got time for that. <laughs> Anybody, anybody, anybody on top you see of that? that? He needs some milk. See that one? <laughs> like, oh uh, man, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's hilarious. He needs some milk. He needs some milk. <laughs> the internet ain't shit. <laughs> Asia one step away from becoming a meme, though. Ooh, I feel you, like I feel how? like some people like how? wake up and like today's the day. You said how? How am I one step away Not from being today. a meme? Not today. I'm just saying. In general, somebody gonna catch you slipping. Probably they're gonna catch me on my. You know what? And Helica got a picture of me when I was asleep. It looked like I just dozed off. I just had a nod off my hair on. And, oh, <laughs> oh, my mouth was open. My eyes were open. Mm-hmm. Asia, Asia sleeps with her eyes open. Yes. That's why Is she that... wants that away from me to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. And I had, and I had um, the bye Felicia twist in my head, you know. I was looking a mess. Mouth open, eyes just wide open. Don't your eyes get dry? <laughs> I mean, like, you gotta close them sometimes. I, I can kind of get that half, that halfway when they got the capillary act surface tension. You probably good, but a full eye, oh, a, yeah. a full open and, eye. And then my my pupils don't, my something eyes don't roll to the back either. They're something just... can fall up in there when you're sleeping. What yeah. if you just turn over on your front? You got, you got like lint, lint in your eye. You know, my mom, she used to think that I was ignoring her, like because my eyes would be open. I'm like, no, I'm asleep. <laughs> She smacked the shit up. The first so like, time I saw it, I was oh. like, oh, oh, she's sleeping. <laughs> you know Josh in the band? The, yeah. the, the, okay, so one time I was at um I was at Lexi's house and I was asleep. And he and he was like, Whoa! She's just staring at me. And they were like, No, she's asleep. Are you sure? Because she's literally just staring at me. And then I think it was I think he was more like surprised by it because he was high too and then like you know people act a little strange sometimes when they're high and sometimes. uh <laughs> no, no, no shots in particular <laughs> i feel like strange people smoke probably you know you said strange people it just makes me a little stranger you know makes oh, okay. everything a little more like mm-hmm. you know. so you don't think that people that that smoke are sane i don't know i feel like if you if you choose to self-medicate in any resort then like i mean but what is saying like mm-hmm do I want to mm-hmm. be going around not drinking, smoking, just exercising, just, you know, watching? I don't know. You know, people are uh, throwing out some wild facts out. I've heard this week that one glass of wine is like smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of facts. I thought that one glass of wine was good. Yeah, that's red wine. Red right, wine. Right. I mean. So we- white wine is the devil. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. Did everyone say their color and their song? Yes. Okay, yep. so we can move it along to the <laughs> Unicorns Are Real uh, segment. And the Unicorns Are Real segment is all about you describing your creative mind. And we like to describe how we visually see our unicorn. So if a un- your unicorn was standing right in front of you, what would your unicorn look like? Um, I feel like a unicorn is probably my alternate personality, Lord Athena. So I'm thinking like some type of chocolate horse with like some blonde hair. Oh. With the, like a golden horn. You know, I seen the, the blonde hair. Body. Oh yeah. yeah, that's so that's you when so when you wear the blonde wig. That's Lord Athena. Okay. But the blonde wig and I feel like she has to have the shades on at all times. Yes. All time. Okay. 
But yeah, she's my protector, so I feel like, you know, she might glow. The Le Unicorn may grow, glow, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. And, so, so glowing brown okay. with blonde hair and shades, right? Yeah, with like nice. some probably like some some like some type of plated hooves. Oh, you know, ooh. You know just like maybe have a you know I'd like to have a little jewelry on, get okay. a little okay, definitely smelling good. Ooh, <laughs> I'm sorry, we did do that at the same time. Ooh, <laughs> what's that song? And they're like, ooh, in the, in the song. Young and me. Young and me. She be killing. I think it's so funny. <laughs> talking oh about God. taking his dick. It's so funny to me. Who? Cardi B or? No. Young. Young and me. Yeah, yeah. Young and me. It's so funny. So it's like, so is Lord Athena like the equivalence of like Sasha Fierce to you? Like, like if for Beyonce. Like. Sasha Fierce is Beyonce's alter ego. Is Lord Athena your alter ego? Or is that just your protector, as you say? It's kind of like my protector. It's kind of my pleasure, too. Um, I want to say it's definitely like the angry angry black woman I got inside of me. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Who uh, says what needs to be said mm-hmm. and can be a little little sharp, you okay. know. Um, so you popping off on niggas when you Yeah, when you got more the or less. Like, okay. for example. But she gets shit done, though. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So do you paint in the wig, then? No, no, okay. no. That's definitely Paul. I mean, like, okay. you know, the story goes, Athena you pierced uh, Paul's ears, mm-hmm. and then paint, he, she paints his fingernails red. You know, she takes care of me. She's like, I'm like, she's like, oh, Paul, Paul working here all the time, bringing all this bread in. He he deserved these Ray-Bans. I'm going to get him these Ray-Bans, you know? Mm-hmm. So Lord Athena Lord is Athena Paul's get, lover. More, I mean, it's essentially is me trying to love myself, like trying to, you know, love myself and beautiful. And even in general, it's just like some people I feel like it's hard to identify or relate to. And they're like, What are you? What are your pronouns? And it's like, Don't box me, bro. I'm just kidding. It's more like, Yeah, that's my box. Leave it at that. You know, like, mm-hmm. don't act like, I mean, it's not like I need to, you know, identify with something that you understand so it makes sense to you. You know, I'm just really just expressing myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, respect, beautiful. respect. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> can you describe the color palette that you use and then explain why you use that color palette? Mm-hmm. I try to use, like, pastels, like, mm-hmm. kind of creams, kind of, like, light, fluffy, kawaii kind of cartoon colors. Like, me and my murals, I feel like it's kind of, like, very vibrant. I want to say it's kind of like childlike, kind of not realistic and very mm-hmm. like vivid and kind of like trippy and alternate universe type deal. So I guess I'm trying to abstract the what is and trying to make it different by having to be like subtle tones or, you know, powdery tones. So I want to say pastels, pastels with maybe a hard black outline. Nice. Nice. So what would you say is the meaning behind the reoccurring female figure in your work? I've just always been infatuated with the form, and I think as a hopeless romantic back in high school, I would say that, like, you know, I couldn't get a girlfriend, you know, rah, rah, but it's like, I was kind of drawing my perfect girl, more or less, mm. I don't know, just surrounding myself with, you know, the figure, and I, I felt like it was too easy to draw things realistically and have it be looking good, so I tried really hard to, like, abstract mm-hmm. the form of mine and, you know, incorporate some, you know, details that... 
I like from media that I watch, like anime and yeah. Just I think it just stems from just yeah, hopeless romantic thoughts. Okay. Nice. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, can you describe all the mediums that you that you create on? Well, like the surfaces. It's I'm, crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I get you because it's like I try. I feel like I'm looking back at my like uh, the history of my work and. I see myself bouncing around to different things, just trying to master it because it's honestly just like a form of expression. Like yeah. I've, I think I, I for sure started off doing photography. I went to Wayne State for photography and printmaking, but I dropped out. Mm-hmm. I kind of self-taught myself painting. I did teach myself painting, and I taught myself video work. You know, um, I also do some tattoos. I do like uh, do some fabrics. You know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think about. If I see it and I like it, like ceramics, all type of stuff, I'm just trying to think about, yeah, I'm, right now I'm actually trying to hone in, trying to, like, figure out what my narrative is. But also, it's so crazy because I've been trying to separate from the idea of, like, making art in the traditional sense of, like, having to be in galleries and having to be, you know, explained in a way that is kind of constant and repetitive. So it's, just, it's honestly just, like, how I express myself, the way I, like, traverse through the universe, like, how I, like... I don't know. It's kind of like I have so much up here, but I realize it's whatever I leave behind that is me and not like the ideas and, you know, theories I possess. So why did you drop out of Wayne State? Was there a specific reason why you dropped out of Wayne State? Well, I was like, I was doing photography and I was in my field making money and I was just going in there. I remember just making in photography. I was doing film and I was doing like Italio. So I would like mess with the acids and mess with the chemicals and they'd be like you're not doing that right and I'd be like I'm just like playing around like I'm Mm -hmm. experimenting this is what I want to do and like try to figure out like what the boundaries and boxes are so I can break them and basically it came up to like it being like two thousand dollars do I like a get a go for my go for another semester get a car get a place or go travel I decided to go travel okay so we saw that you were in Paris why were you in Paris that was just like you just going. Yeah, that was just, just going. I kind of saw a ticket to a super. Ch- Actually, I hit, I put a I put a painting a poster that I did like some drawing on, and my Parisian friend Kashink she saw it, and you know she was like, I was like, anybody down for some trades? Cause I needed some bread, and I was. She was like, I'll trade you, and I was like. Actually, let me go look at tickets because instead of like mailing it, I could just drop that, drop it off. Oh, you know? like I've always wanted to go. Yeah, and like even like. I've always wanted to learn the language, and it was just like, it just kind of like felt right at the time. I mean, it was very, I don't want to say sporadic, but I did my research, you know, yeah. a little time, and then like it just just felt right, and I just went ahead and go for, went for it. How much French do you know? Ooh, um, <laughs> petite, you know, um, I don't know, not too much. I've been doing Duolingo, and it's like, I feel like I know enough to get around and kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, have a basic level of understanding, but like, yeah, it's very vast. Enough. You, you know? want to just drop a little sentence uh, <laughs> to tell us what it means? You're going to say wee oui, wee? Oui. No, no, no. <laughs> I would say, uh, usually I try to say like merci, which is uh, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. And then it's derien, which is of nothing. So I like use that a bunch. But um, trying to think, uh, hmm. I mean, I think it's more I mean, or less. Yeah, I, I was can, like, like, we don't come up to you. Like, I can read. I feel like I can read it and like from conjugations and all the words that I know, like I can. I can definitely read it more than yeah. I can um, try to piece together. Because, like, all I can really do is speak about horses, dogs, and, like, you know. As long as you can get around the city, I like, guess that's uh, fine. <laughs> I want to say Marie, Marie, 
Marie, oh, it's Kate's time. Marie, maybe Marie, uh, no, Marie, a beat a Paris, which is like Marie lives in Paris. Okay. Merci beaucoup. Oui. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was so yeah, I know it's, that. It's hard to like think about yeah. like. I don't even know. There's only one I know. Because it, like that's one thing too. It's like another form of me to express. Like, I realized when I was over there for the brief time I was, I was just um, I couldn't. I usually like you know compliment people and talk to people and can like you know spike up a conversation mm-hmm. and just like you know. But it was just like I I could see myself not being able to interact with people. And when I came back, I realized I wasn't really like reaching out the way I usually do or just kind of mm-hmm. like observing. It was more just like, it forced me to like, not be alone, but it was like, it wasn't too much of a language barrier, but it was enough that like, I was. Were you uncomfortable? Um, No, I don't think so. I mean, I feel like I wasn't, I was going through some things and I felt like I honestly got out of the country to see if my edge was still sharp. I was like, it was funny because it wasn't funny at all because I bought the tickets like in December and the flight was uh, in January. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I should go. I don't know if I should go. I don't know if it's good. Why? Like, I don't know. I was um, I was just going through, like, a bunch of, like, weird depression and anxiety, like, definitely over the winter. And, like, I had some things to work through. And I, I feel like the trip forced me to work through some things just because I don't want to go there and be like, oh, this new place is going to change everything. You know, it's never the place. It's always the people. But also, it's like, and I didn't want to run, I don't like the idea of, like, running away from things. So, mm-hmm. it's like, I wanted to deal with it before I left so I can come back in a good mind. That's good. That's good. Did you, um, like, when I was in Paris, did you enjoy, like, the street art? There's, like, a lot more street art out there than it is in Michigan yeah, now. I mean, honestly, I feel like. At night, you would be able to see it more because they have the little, they do it on all the, all the businesses. Well, like, oh, yeah, the doors that come down. Yeah, um, the rolling doors. You know, I feel like I was with somebody who was a street artist, and, mm-hmm. I, you know, she took me around. It kind of felt, like, pretty normal with street art, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, because I also was, like, I used to, like, live in Melbourne, and I saw how their street art was, and it's, like, very out and open and very, like, inviting and, like, kind of, like, have a dedicated, like, uh, lane that you can go to and everybody can paint legally. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, I feel like I've been exposed to a lot of different... um Art, you know, yeah. being sprayed and whatnot, like even past Detroit and being mm-hmm. in the U.S. So I feel like it wasn't anything too surprising. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get into too much when I was over there. It was simply just like an honest meditation, just going over there and just that's like, nice. That's drinking nice. coffee, eating, eating croissants, and drinking cheap wine, eating Haribo, and just fucking just. I've always wanted to go, and like you know, I feel like French and fencing were two things that I like, uh, hopeless romantically, you know, and watch like. Oh, mm-hmm. So it's like like doing those two. It's like it's never too late to be able to pick these two things back up, you know, mm-hmm. do anything. That's right. beautiful. So you have like the little pinching cheek series, photo series. What's the meaning behind that, or what was the reason that you started doing that? Well, I feel like I was like I started that like mm, I think maybe 2010, mm-hmm. and like I was in I was going I was in Wayne State, and I I had this camera that I had borrowed from the photo lab and. Had a, it was like a 6D, a 60D thing, a can of 60D, and it had mm-hmm. a little click wheel. And I was just being cheeky and just go at a party one night, just pitch people on the cheeks, and it was like totally off tilt and in the corner. But then I started going through the click wheel and seeing how it moved a bit, and then just kind of like, I don't know, just I just I did it at a party once, and then like I just did it all the time when I was out, and I have over like 5,000, maybe 6,000 of those, those photos, and I've been like, you know, just traveling pinching people 
It's a, it's a reoccurring project. I try to get yeah. the courage. How do you get people to like participate? Do you just ask them like, "Can I pinch your cheek and yeah, take a picture?" It. That's about yeah. it. Have you ever been denied? Oh yeah, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" And it's like, "I gotta pinch you." Like the best is if I can show them. Those people aren't fun. But it, it's 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 <laughs> yeah. been like it's it's a, it's a really good like intimate like uh, experiment as well as like being paired with like so many other people that it's like you you get lost in the mix. I feel like usually if I wanted to pin somebody, I would ask their friends. Because mm-hmm. usually if you ask them, they're like, uh, I don't know you black person. I don't know you dude. Like, don't touch me. And it's it's usually like, <clears throat> I say like, can I pinch you? Someone's like, no. Some girl like, no. And then it's like, I'll ask their friends. And they're like, sure. And I get all their friends. And they're like, oh, man, I want to get pinched now. You know, actually, <laughs> it looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had people who like, there was this one, I remember this one lady, I, I went to actually to pinch her. And she's like, no, you can't touch my face. Like, my husband can't even touch my face. Oh. And she was like, no, I can't touch your face. And, you know, and then, like, I showed him the project, and she was like, yeah, you can do it. And it was just kind of like, big, I've, I've had, like, a lot of small victories. Yeah, touch her was, face. A lot of small victories. A lot of small victories. Somebody ever asked you to wash your hands before you did it? Um, No, I don't think so. I feel like people <laughs> like, are pretty trusting. like, you need trusting. hand sanitizer first. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I try to, like, you know, I try to, like, barely grasp it, you know? Oh, okay. I mean, like. I didn't know if you was, like, going all in there. No, nah, I ain't trying to, like you off it's kind of like the idea of you know some people who are just like don't touch me bro i'm just mm-hmm. like how about i go up to you and you like look like you're like don't touch me bro and it's like <laughs> just kind of getting them in the project working on working with them at that moment but mm-hmm. it's very emotionally exhausting mm-hmm. like, yeah going around pinching people's yeah because i just see groups and i'm just like okay now i gotta approach this group which is it's, it's kind of like it's trying to talk to them reach out <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. awesome um is there anything um, besides like outward expressing like who you are visually that helps you that inspires you to create? Like, is there anything that you know something that might trigger you to create specifically? Um, I feel like I would say I also heard this from a friend. Like, creating shouldn't be like your wringing the sponge out should be like you're kind of collecting dew and letting it drop off, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. anything can inspire me. That's why I feel like I'm all over the place. Oh, okay. With your mediums and stuff? Yeah, I feel like I'm yeah, making music too. I'm like sampling music and trying Ooh. to like play with like a little beat sampler, making like little tunes. Nice. And, nice, nice, Yeah, nice. so it's like um, I feel like I, I, I mostly draw off of the past sketches and ideas that I have had mm-hmm. done, you know? Like, it's usually, like, I do a sketch and I don't really fuck with it day of, but then, like, like a couple weeks, months later, maybe years, I look at it again, like, I'm like, man, that might work, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, even right now, I'm trying to figure out, like, what do I do with this fucking iPad because there's so much to do, and it's like, I'm trying to figure out old things that I've done and redo them, kind of, like, sketching, but it's like, yeah, all this I'm doing, I feel like it's me trying to, like, hone in on what it is that is, like... I'm trying to produce and create, you know, because I'm, I'm like all over the place. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm it's kind of dictated by like commissions and gigs that I'm doing, and other just like quick ideas that I feel like I have to get out of. And it's mostly like it gets to the point where it's like I have ideas now, but I have like ideas from like months ago that I'm mm-hmm. like, still like pissed off that I haven't done, like painting on shoes or like mm-hmm. doing a painting. And I'm just like I'm already yeah. like, backlogged with ideas. So it's like I got way too many ideas to do it. Do you um <clears throat> was when you were in Cast Cafe, was that your first time doing like a solo thing or is that like something that happened previously? I, I think my no, my first solo show was in Melbourne. 
Okay. Well, and how was, was that? What was that experience like? I had a studio. I was just kind of like making work, and uh, my my um the studio gallery owner like kind of suggested that I like make these works, but bigger intentionally, and then get them framed. And it was great because it was like when I first started doing like kind of spray paint, so I got to uh, spray paint the walls. Mm-hmm. It was just like a nice small show, you know. And of course, having it overseas is always good to you know, like hard. Oh. I didn't even realize when you said Melbourne, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I used to live in because the thing is, out of that that situation when I had 2000, and I was like, uh, you know, new semester, car, house, mm-hmm. place downtown, or traveling. I went to Thailand, and then from there, I went to go live in Australia. So I was there. I feel like that's where I kind of like grew up and kind of matured my art style. Like was hanging around artists, and so I think I had like. I feel like more opportunity to paint over there. How long were you there for? A year and a year and a half. Year and some change. Like, I want to say like four, four months. Year and four months. Nice. Like, why did you come back? The visa (laughs) visa ran out. Yeah, okay. That's what I figured. We only get one year. Asia said, why would you ever come back? (laughs) I mean, okay, so... As as a black person, how was it over there? Because I've heard some bad experiences, but I, I just, I don't know anyone that has been over there for that long. I feel like if you get off a plane, they love you. If you get off a boat, they hate you. You know, it's kind of like refugee status territory. But if you come from Detroit where the hustlers and gangsters are, or maybe the, the music, the trap music or whatever, yeah. I mean, you know, uh-huh. techno. Yeah. So I felt like, honestly, with my, like, dance skills and my knowledge of hip-hop and my life, you know, like, you know. They were more accepting. Yeah. They, like, I, I was, I feel like many places that I go and I travel, like, I'm, like, the black friend they never had or always wanted, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. you you dress really cool, too, so it's like, yeah. ooh. I mean, like, yeah. I want to know more about this guy. Yeah. He looks, you're like a walking piece of art. Yeah. I guess just expression. I mean, I feel like I've always expressed myself and even the fact of me going over there, I don't know if it's like, like, yeah, we're all, like, I don't know. I don't want to say basic, but mm-hmm. it's just, like, interesting. I feel like I definitely push myself out of my comfort zones to do things just to understand. But, I mean, I've always just tried to, you know, make things that mm-hmm. I feel like look good or do things that I like. And, you know, I feel like it's... I, I feel like I've literally done so much work and studying and, like, kind of questioning what is art and what it means and like what's my narrative you know is there perspective background my color choice you know like am I doing what am I speaking on and like I even went deeper to like find like a social narrative that I could speak on which was like the my sambo princesses which are like pitch black and are like the it's a commentary of the portrayal of African Americans and other ethnicities in media mm-hmm. you know so it's like I've gotten, I've either dug deep and like tried to figure things out, and I've done that so much that I feel like most of the things I do now are just like me understanding like application and you know theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, I, yeah. I've enjoyed learning about your your artist artistry. That's really cool. Yeah, traveling, living at places. Right? <laughs> like I wish I could do that. You yeah. can. You can. I mean, I mean I, it's, it's scary. I mean, like yeah. if. if, if if I think about it, like, it was easier for me to book a, book a flight and not, if, even for friends, it was easier for me to book a flight and not miss it than it was to clean my bed or, you know, mm-hmm. look up a good car to 
you know, to, you know, start, you know, it's like a lot of real world things that, you know, I feel like are easier for some and harder for others, but. You, you know, like I had, a, um, I had a conversation with, I just know his Instagram name, Hidden Finney, or I don't know how, it's just H-Y-D-D-F-Y, something, something like that, Hidden Finney, I, I think, whatever. He hangs around those hooligans. And he's always traveling. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how many places have you been to? And he was like, oh, I've been to over 20 countries. And I was like, how do, you, how do you even find time to do this? Like, your job must be very, very easygoing. When I, and he was like, well, not really. But I just, like, I just push the limits and just do it. And he was like. Does he have a job that promotes that? Or is it his job to He only travel? has a certain amount of days that he has left to travel. But, I mean, um, he says he just does it. Well, I me mean, honestly, like for like I like if you do your if you do your homework, like the round trip ticket to France, I think was like about three sixty, but without any bags, like you know, I don't know. I was I was only there for seven days, but it's still like if you do your math, you can get super cheap flights if you, you do it at the right time and mm-hmm. like, if you don't have a job or if you can just like slip out. The problem is, I like I work at an elementary school, so then every time I am free, that's when the prices go up. So, like, you know, I got spring break off, summertime off, and then Thanksgiving, short part of the time, and then the winter break. So, it's it's really iffy about that. Yeah. I only get, like, 14 days. (laughs) Traveling is very selfish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, you're away from a lot of people, and, you know, you have to, like, only have a few things on you. It's a whole different type of lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you know? And Sorry. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Got, some, okay. got some hot dog burbs. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> my mama tells me that my uh, my burps smell like hot dog water. <laughs> Very specific. Now, my, my sister says, but I smell like uh, like when I sweat, I smell like iron or like iron, like metal. But I feel like most people do. <laughs> when they my mouth people. just like. Trembled like I just I don't know I just instantly thought about the taste of pennies <laughs> when you said metal. Yeah, you should, go, you, you should go look somebody go look somebody's armpit. She was ew, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> you got those weird fetishes? No, we, I mean we don't fetish shame on this show. No, I'm just I'm just asking. You got the I had some know. bacon though. I had some bacon the other day and made me want to kiss kiss somebody's toes. Well, I'm vegan, so... Um, think about it. It was the, just that good. It was oven-baked. I don't know. Why did the bacon drive you to thinking, I want to kiss It was that toes? good. I was just like... Like, I'm going to kiss Oven-baked bacon. Oven-baked bacon is really good. I, I was like... Oven-baked. It was like some good, like, smoked bacon, cut? too. It was, was it, like... It was a thick cut? I work at this other cafe where it's like a... They got, like, the best food. And it was just <laughs> like the bacon. I just wanted to, like, kiss the chef's toes. I mean, it wasn't anything, like, yeah. a real fetish. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. out here just kidding. I mean, if you are, you like feet, man. No judgment here. I mean, <laughs> get it how you can get it. I mean, hey, you know, those... I mean, it's, 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 you know, whatever I can do, I guess. To There's people out there partner. that can, um, that like sell their feet, and not sell them, but like they just put them on the internet, and people like, hey, pay. I got, I got two toes for you. I got two toes for three fifty. Holla at your boy Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, them people that be like scared to like use their feet for payments. I'd be like, you show your feet for free. If somebody's paying you, what's the difference? You know, I I have it's not a fear. I just really dislike I don't when people send you my toes. I really dislike it when people touch my feet or go anywhere near my feet. I don't want their feet on me. 
it's just like this thing that I have, like, just don't touch me with your feet and don't touch mine. Like, when I'm with like, a significant other, I'm like, mm-mm. I feel like, um, you know, it depends it's um, like, as long as the nails aren't too long. I feel like <laughs> I got the nails too long where it's like, I'm going to keep my socks on just because I don't want to cut anybody. To save you. you know? To keep you safe. Yeah, but I feel like my feet, you know, I mean, I felt some calloused feet. I felt some pretty calloused feet. My feet are pretty, I'm not going to say soft, but, you know, I go outside too. I walk around. Moisturize. Going to B-Town to moisturize. <laughs> you ashy? I don't know. My, I mean, I just sweat. My feet, my feet. When, when so is it only your shoes. feet? Is it only your feet that's ashy, or is it your whole body? I, I don't think anything's on me ashy. I, <laughs> so do you, like do you moisturize your whole body? Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, like <laughs> I, I moisturize. I put coconut oil everywhere. Okay, but okay. It's like it's not like. Hey, just say you walking around like the girl sister. Well, I mean, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was traumatized as a child because my uncle used to chase me around my grandparents' house with his toes out. How that's, they were that's like one knives? Foot, right? They were like knives. Like he would run on he his heels. At you? He would run oh. on his heels, and then you know, I feel like, like trying to cut kid. me, cut the back of my ankles with his toenails. Oh, okay. painful. That's like uh, the worst part to get cut yes. to in those wrinkles. All right. Oh. Speaking of family members, <laughs> speaking of family members, Ooh. we're gonna move on to the handing out roses segment. That's <laughs> a, a very weird segue. But <laughs> she was just saying anything. Yeah. So. In our Handing Out Roses segment, we like to acknowledge people, either the ones that are inspiring us, inspiring us, the ones that are helping us along, just anybody you want to give roses to so they can smell it while they're still here. So acknowledging people while they're here to smell the roses. I feel like I'm actually, I, pretty, I do a pretty good job at acknowledging them. You know, I don't wait mm-hmm. to, to, until they're yeah. gone. But I'm just kidding. I'm, I got a <laughs> few people who, you know, I want to say my friend Louise, her name is Wheezy, she like... She's a muralist, mm-hmm. paints for all stuff. That's a good friend of mine who always inspires me. Um, there's a couple other people, Cleveland Thrasher, 313. Oh, he's dope. Yeah, he inspires me with too, with the, just even just like the lo-fi music tip. And even a friend, I met him and another, another friend, D Society. I was supposed to see him in Brooklyn. I feel so bad I stood him up twice. No, yeah. I mean, he's he's like, those guys are like good. They're energy, so nice. So good, nice. And like, uh, I want to say my mom. I want to say that all the females in my life, basically. Yes, females. So yes. we just got a rose, Aaron. <laughs> <sighs> all right, Asia, who? You know what? I'm going to give a rose to the Instagram name that I can barely pronounce. Hidden Finny? Hidden fin- <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have yet to know his real name. Um, I've seen him around uh, back when I used to go to the foundation. Fuck that place now. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, but I really, I'm really inspired um, by the amount of traveling that he does and like learning about different cultures and everything like that. And then he's a, also a unicorn. He's an artist as well. So awesome. Shout out to you. Instagram name that I can't pronounce really. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> friend. Yeah. Instagram friends. Yeah. Where will we be without you, Instagram friends? Erin's trying to search for somebody Amazing to give a rose out to right now. <laughs> she has no idea. She thinks that she's trying to stall, but I can catch her I right am now. I Yeah. Nope. You don't have any roses to give out if you don't have a name to pop it's off. It's not. It's not. Yeah, one it wouldn't be sincere. It wouldn't. It yeah. wouldn't. Nope. So this week. My, my name is Paul. I'm <laughs> Oh yeah, let's give out a rose. See, no, it's not sincere. No, no, I want to give you. I like, I like my I want to give you a sincere. 
Rose. Actually, it is. I feel like thank you for being here. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. you for being on our podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed Where yourself. Where would we be without <laughs> unicorn guests? And Paul, you just been enlightening us with yeah. traveling. Yeah. experience and all these well here's cultures. the thing everywhere you go you travel yeah. I mean I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be like super deep and like a little crystal <laughs> gripping hippie but like when you go back to the same spot the grass ain't the same you know everything's changing and you can't take anything from granted for from the jewelry hair you got on you to the air and breath you got on your body I got some hair on one too I was like I was yeah. totally against tying until I tied them in I was like everything is good like there's no like little little <laughs> none of these None of these. Everything's look pretty cool. You know, He's calm. making some some gestures y'all can't see, but um, <laughs> yeah, he was you know talking about different hairstyles. I can't even tell if it's uh if it's if it's not my hair or not unless it's, unless I put it in my mouth. What? My hair. It's put like, it in your mouth to know if it's yours. Yeah, I'm like, is this my? Is this mine? I can't even tell. It's like your hair has a oh, specific yeah. taste. Oh, listen, I mean, not a taste, a a, a mouthfeel crunch. You don't put your own hair in your mouth? No. <laughs> not at all. That's different. Oh, did y'all used to watch Ripley's Believe It or Not when it was out? From that yeah. girl. She had that big ass yeah. hair ball on her yeah. stomach because she was eating it in India. She kept eating that her hair. That shit was foul. It was like a It was 80 also pound. on a thousand ways to die. What it about was... that lady who used to lick the eyeballs? What? You see that? Lady in Russia or something? You see it like, look at like. Who, first of all, who in their right mind would let her. Let her lick their eyeball. She is supposedly cured the cures, cured. It cures, cures. <laughs> there was also that lady that said she married the Eiffel Tower. And I'm just like, okay, lady. Okay. And she said, she, she brought like a, don't judge me. I used to watch the Tower Bank show, like when she had her talk show. Don't judge me. But, um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did that involve into the Wendy Williams show? Did you start watching it too? No, I don't watch the that same shit. Effect? I don't watch that shit. She said that HBCUs are racist. H, what are HBCs? HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. And universities. Uh, I was like, you left out to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> I figured that he would get it after I said college. I thought you were like HBCU, and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, she said they're racist. Um, but the lady that was on the Tyra Banks show, she brought, uh, her lovers and some of her lovers besides the, she was in a polygamous relationship with inanimate objects and, um, these rocks she had that she was caressing. It's like how she gets off and, and Tyra Banks was like, so if I touch your rock, it's like me taking your man. She's like, oh, don't touch those. I mean, you wouldn't want to touch me. I feel like I know a lot of ladies who play with rocks now like that, you know? More like you know, like the not not not, not like Kegel rocks, but you I was know, about to say like like like, like even like stone dicks they use maybe. Wait 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 a minute! There's stone dicks. I'm, I would like to There's say there's stone dildos made with like jewels. Yeah. So you can get your get your chakras right. Oh, like crystal, crystal. So there's right. crystal dildos. Definitely. Jade. I mean, I know that there's, I know that there's like the 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 stones you put in for the Kegel exercises, but I didn't know like there was hey. actual long. You can make it into anything. Yeah, I feel I like it has to be new. it has to be round because those sharp corners would definitely. No, just like you know, like the little face rollers, they round the crystal. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like that's what I was. Yeah. I know that. That's what I was just saying. So they definitely have she, to be she round. She's talking about them raw. She's talking about them raw fragments. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move along to our first game. That What's the first game, Asia? It's called 
Guess that nigga. I know she said that really. Oh loud. my gosh, the guest just looked up one of these Our crystal. Ghost. Yeah, the ghost just looked up one of the crystal. Listen, dicks. the real, the real. Oh you guys talking gosh. about playing with rocks ain't fun. I mean, I think I've, I've been there. Seeing. But hers were just pebbles. Oh, <laughs> she was like, "Don't touch my pebble, bitch." That's <laughs> <laughs> my man. Yeah, it's my man. Or the, it could or it's woman. non-binary. I don't know what or, it is. She'd be like, she'd be like, anything. Yeah. He's my rock. My rock, She's my, my rock. rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's my rock. Yeah, that's what I meant to go for. That's what I meant to go for. Oh my God. All right, guess that nigga. So, guess that nigga is a game for niggas to guess other niggas. Kind of like guess who, but nigga form. Plot twist. Yes. So, um,. I'm going to say, like, a poem or rap or, you know, free freestyle thing. And you're going to have to guess that nigga that I'm talking about. It can be a musician. It can be an actor. It can be any type of artist. But you got to use these context clues. To guess that nigga. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. She gave a nigga that one-two pile because them niggas that cheat are foul. Even though she once sang, you and me will always... Oh, Jesus. Let me start over. I messed up. I messed <laughs> up. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm kidding now. No. Let me let me start over. I, okay. Yeah, I, I messed up. You I'm got sorry. it. You got it. You had one job. You got this, I, sis. You got this. Don't listen to him. I got kidding. you. You got this, sis. <laughs> she gave him that one-two pow because them niggas that cheat are foul. Even though she once sang, you and me will always be tied. She also be ready to fight. White saw sassy and soulful steps with that white girl that tried to flex. She'll say, bring it on, but then don't touch my hair. Who is, is that, that nigga? nigga? Guess that nigga. Can I hear it in the phrase? Huh? I'm just kidding. Can you read it again for me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can read it again. Is there somebody? Is it the musician? Can I like, you got come, that. Can like? Yeah. Okay. She's that. She gave him that one-two pile because them niggas that cheat are foul. Even though she once sang, you and me will always be tied. She also be ready to fight. White saw sassy and soulful steps with that white girl that tried to flex. She'll say, bring it on, but then don't touch my hair. Beyonce? Solange? Solange. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I thought there was don't touch my hair, but I thought the Becky with the white girl was the... Okay, so um, Bring It On. Solange was on Bring It On. Yeah, right. The, she, the she second was on, one. Was it one or two? Second. That was the third. It was the third? Yeah. The second oh. one didn't have black. Wait, did it? Yeah. It cool. had a black person. Had to get, yeah. had to get. The first one had, the had second Gabriel one was, Union. The second one was at the college, right? No. Yes, it was. The first one had Gabriel Union, though, right? Yeah, the yeah. first one had Gabriel. So how are you going to say they never had no black people? No. no the second said, one. Oh. I couldn't oh, remember the black okay. person in okay. the second one. The second one is irrelevant. Whatever. So, Aunt Solange was on the third one, I guess. And yeah. she she called the white girl that came to Crenshaw Heights that white girl all the time. And then, you know, she... You know, you know, I wouldn't I have got I it do. off that because I, I don't I remember do. bringing it on that yeah. wheel for her. Yeah. I think I do remember. Yeah. But and then she she hit you with that proud family reference. Yeah. You and me will always be tied. Family every single day and night. She sung to Solange. I mean, the, Even when you start acting like yeah. a fool. You know, yeah. loving every single thing you do. Know that I can always be, be myself. myself. Is that the proud song? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't remember. 
Proud family, family, proud family. <laughs> Make me stop. Just stop. Just stop. I don't know. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. It was trash. We did that at the end of Matt's episode, but yeah, it's Solange because. Yeah, it was Solange, and that's when Solange. they had four Destiny Child members. Yeah. yeah, they did the background. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was still... Oh, no, it wasn't. I thought it was four of them. Nope, because it, it was Michelle was there. Oh, Michelle Kelly, was there? And Beyonce they did the background. I thought LaToya was there. Oh, my that's, bad. That's, that's SWV. No, LaToya was <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> come, come at me, saying SWV is still three. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I got you trying to throw her off her game. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> tried it. <laughs> tried <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Okay, but right. that was a fun game. I <laughs> hope right. you enjoyed. We're gonna move it along to the uh, stay and fly. I ain't gotta stay fly. Tell her. And the stay and fly segment is all about how our guests stay stress free. So, do you have any ways that you want to share? Oh Jesus! With the listeners on how to stay stress free. I'm sorry, I burped. <laughs> they <laughs> call me the juice because they know oh, I'm the stuff. <laughs> Is that yes, yes. Your ju- I, mean. I just <laughs> did y'all <laughs> watch Sweet Sixteen? Remember when Juicy J, the Three Six Mafia, made them white girls do a whole verse and said that we won't come to your party if you can't do the verse? Yep, I remember that. <laughs> she got stuck on the first part so much; it was hilarious. <laughs> they they no. relentlessly was like, "All right, we do your Sweet Sixteen." <laughs> <laughs> like one of them got it, the other one, whoo, she was terrible. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm trying to think about the words right now. I can't even. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. How doth Paul stay fly? Or Lord Athena. We stay fly together. Well, I mean, I think essentially it's just not thinking too much and having fun, trying to do things with purpose and attention. Mm-hmm. I try to, when I get up, when I first initially get up, is just get out the bed because I tell myself to go back to sleep and I will go back to sleep. So getting up as soon as I get up is a bonus and working out that is a kind of a bonus but i can't i don't really understand working out because you just get tired and you're just like <laughs> i'm just like i'm working out now i'm just like now i want to go back to sleep you know what i'm saying i'm like you know but um yeah working out is good i feel like you know a mm-hmm. subtle workout i feel like I'm, i naturally just work out when i mm-hmm. like do things like sweep or fucking chase <laughs> after my little brother or fucking yeah i see y'all know. dancing all yeah the time. i mean i try to stand try to like uh get active but I didn't know it was your brother. I, I thought it was like your nephew. I assumed it was your nephew. Y'all got a big age gap. Yes. He was a mistake. Ouch. Why? Whoa. I'm sorry. That was, was that mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. It, it should, what? I don't know. I was a mistake. Uh, there was two. Uh, two try to clean it up. Two okay. types of, I mean, it kind of, he was, but on purpose, you know. Oh, okay. Never you mind. Know. Never mind. I didn't know. I just figured like when there's that big of an age gap. I'm like, Well, I mean, there's different parents too. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a big age gap. Yeah. About 20 years. But it's okay. When he's 27, I'll be 47. Could you imagine having a kid 20 years later? It's kind of like having a child, but not really. I mean, it's really cool. <laughs> but it, cause it's cool because I feel oh, like... like you having a child. Okay. I was confused. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But it's like, I, I get to like... <laughs> You know, I've been trying to commit things more to self and not towards other people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's like family. Mm-hmm. It, it, I've, I'm learning like a lot of lessons through him and with him. 
and just like what it means to hang around with somebody. Like you can't hang around with somebody all the time. Only thing that happens when I hang out with Chris too much is that he wants to hang out more and I don't mm-hmm. get my shit done. So it's yeah. like mm-hmm. knowing that one person can't always please you and you, mm-hmm. you you typically, you know, this boundaries for a reason. And when you push those, something else is going to be bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Also just like, yeah, just spending time around somebody who who wants to hang out with me instead of like feeling uncomfortable around people who I don't know, who I'm trying to get to know or like, you know. Being, somebody that's yeah. the opposite of us. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You took the words right out of my mouth. We got to move on to our final game. Our final game slash segment. Okay, what is our final game? It is Color Your Life. And what is Color Your Life about? It's all about color theory. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Master. My British tone. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you trying to be like Steve. <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> it's Color Your Theory, mate. <laughs> Color your theory is all about. Do they actually say mate? Do they say mate in Australia? Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so color your theory is, uh, color your life is all about color theory and your perception of a color. And um, so you're going to look at these set images that I put out, and then you're going to pick one based off the color solely. I don't want you picking it off of what the form is. I want you to look at it and be like, okay, that color resonates with me. And then we're going to talk about the um, color theory concept that relates to the um, image as well as a song that relates to it. I'm going to ask you a question. It's a very fun game. Explain the colors just in case the lights have shifted. So these are pink titties, black pussycat, um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, red witch, purple fist, uh, red fire, uh, gray eyes, and green moolah. Money, 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 money. Money. Ooh, that hurt my own ears. My God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ghost. I, I can see that you cringed. <laughs> <laughs> so which color? Hmm. So color? what color is the fire? Red. Red, Red is the main color. Yes. What color is the witch? Red. Red. Hmm. The form is very indicative Why do we have to the shape. Because there's different, there's different um. That should be concepts. more of like a yellow. Okay. Orange. Okay. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm thinking. Hmm. I would go probably for. <laughs> I'm thinking either black or the red. Which red? Fire red. Mm. The fire. Or which one? Which the one? fire red. I was thinking okay. it's more like a you know like a. Instead of being like roars, like very uproarious, like fire, it's more of like mm-hmm. a consistent flame. Oh, okay. Energy. Yeah. So the color theory concept for this one is passion. And um, the song that goes with it is, um, break it down for us, Aaron. It's fire and desire. Yes. I'm not about to sing it. <laughs> but- fire and desire, baby. With uh, <clears throat> Tina Marie and um, Rick James. Ooh. Yeah. They're a power couple. We're. Um, couple without being actually together. Yeah. Well, whatever. They were in that. They literally, a duo. They literally do. They literally did what all these artists in Detroit do right now. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. I'm not taking shots at y'all. Um, <laughs> who's taking shots? I mean, I got to know who, who, who's getting hit. All I'm doing who's is. Who's the target? Speaking truth. 
Um, what are you most passionate about pertaining to art? I want to say most passionate about my passion. <laughs> Such a hipster thing to say. Um, passionate about mm, pertaining to art. No, I mean, I mean, here's the thing: people who make art and they'll never be artists. They just make art. Mm-hmm. But then there's people who are artists, and everything they do is art. Yeah. So I think that's more or less where I'm at. But as far as passion goes, I feel like I'm passionate about connecting. Um, I'm kind of like dealing with how it is that I connect with people and what I'm connecting for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, passionate about collaborating and just kind of like the exchange of ideas, learning, and just, uh, you know, experiencing things. Okay. Beautiful. Doing with other Beautiful. people. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. And of course, we are recording in the Detroit is Different studio. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And follow us on Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcast, as well as Twitter at Detroit Unicorns. And it was so, such a lovely time having you, Paul, on the show. Thank you. <laughs> Like, it was a great time. And you can follow our guest unicorn at, what's your handle? Um, underscore FFTY, which is 50, and or Lord Athena. Follow. Follow, follow, follow. Do you have any um, words that you want to leave the listeners with? Hmm. Well, actually, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is my little brother. <clears throat> he made this drawing of Batman. Mm-hmm. Looks nothing like Batman, but he told me to share it to anybody who was thinking about giving up. And I, yeah, it was just so powerful. But uh, I don't know. I guess I want to say that there's, if you think that some, if you're fucking things up or things are fucked up, like there's nothing to, to fuck up, you know? Mm-hmm. We're just all on this earth. There's no purpose. There's no reason for anything. I mean, <laughs> there's a. There's a fine line between that, you know. Just know that, like, you just got to do your best and just, mm-hmm. you know, exist. And don't worry about what, you know, you should just get out and just kind of, like, get back to the core center of it all. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome, awesome, awesome song. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Peace. Share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different Podcast Network Weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.